Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Online at thezone1059.com. And on your radio. Listen to them all the time, every day. At ESPN 105.9. The Zone. WRKS Pickens Jackson. It's all coming back. From the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. And there it comes again. Mississippi's number one sports talk show. The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio. At ESPN 105.9. What is that? What is that? The Zone. And good morning to you. Two and a half weeks away from game day for your Ole Miss Rebels. Mississippi State Bulldogs, both teams will start at home. And uh, Mississippi State will go on the road week two. And uh, Ole Miss will will be at home back-to-back against Mighty Troy in Central Arkansas. Those will be snoozers. We are uh, the Out of Bounds Show. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. 105.9 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We're always brought to you by the New York, well, let's go ribeye, medium rare, medium, side of bacon wrapped shrimp, and a long branch, old fashioned, long branch bourbon, Matthew McConaughey's bourbon, made under the wild turkey umbrella. McConaughey and Eddie Russell got together, collaborated, rolled out a bourbon called Long Branch, and you can find it. At um, we should be able to find it. If not, request it at your uh, local wine and spirit shop, including Briarwood Wine and Spirits, forty nine forty nine Old Canton Road. Kessa Prime has Long Branch Bourbon and Russell's Reserve Bourbon. So, whether you like it neat with a rock, old fashioned Manhattan Boulevardier, like uh, Blake, who's super bougie, um, whatever direction you want to go, KesselPrime dot com to make a reservation. Um, hang on. All right. Uh, what else? Oh, M Braves. So we're giving away two pairs of M Braves tickets this segment. Mississippi Braves, AA affiliate of the Atlanta Braves. Beautiful stadium um, in Pearl. We're, we are fortunate to have it. Uh, that is, it was built in 2000. Golly. Time flies, doesn't it? 
and um, all kinds of shade there, all kinds of neat places that you can rent for your company, um, employees, suites, decks, party decks, whatever. You got the Farm Bureau Grill, all sorts of things you can do. Even They don't have much longer, much season left, but you still have time. And, of course, there's a Thirsty Thursday tomorrow, but we'll give away two pairs of tickets right now. Uh, just text us on the Ag Up Equipment, John Deere Tractor Ag Up Equipment text line, and that is 601-885-3776. We'll give you some good tickets to the Braves, and you can enjoy yourself, whether it's with your family or with a buddy. And um, have a cold beer, some nachos, hot dog, and enjoy some Braves baseball. M Braves in town. You get to pick, by the way, when you win the tickets, whether you want to go anytime today through Sunday. Um, and, again, Thirsty Thursday is uh, tomorrow. Um, what else do I need to hit? Twitter handle at Bo Bounds. I want to thank you for going to Apple Podcast and searching the Out of Bounds show with Bo Bounds. Y'all rock. Y'all make us better. I also want to thank you for streaming the show on thezone1059.com or the Out of Bounds radio app. That's a beautiful thing. So um, whether we're talking about Blake eating donuts or in-depth college football with Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated at 830 today, we appreciate you uh, going back and listening to the show. I thought we had some fun with the SEC power rankings and the SEC insider hit at 730. Uh, don't forget that this is the way the show is formatted. 7.30, 8.30, and 9.30 are 24-minute segments. Let me say that again. 7.30, 8.30, and 9.30 are 24-minute segments. Right? No ads, no breaks. We did that for you. Now, as you know, we have to take breaks because we've got to pay for all this so that we can continue to be on the air and have fun and talk about your teams. But 7.30, 8.30, and 9.30 are 24-minute segments. And uh, we like them. You, it's proven that you've liked them. And um, I'm glad that we made that change a few years ago. So, uh, And it's perfect for the podcast, too. It gives us a combination on the pod of, of long and short, which is what you want, just depending on kind of what you're doing. But thanks for going to Apple Podcasts, searching the Out of Bounds show with Bo Bounds or Spotify, and hitting us up. And, and listening to us uh, run our trap and so on. Like, I mean, that was in-depth stuff last segment, right? I mean, we're talking donuts and bacon, right? I, that's, that's, that's the kind of fuel and juice that you come looking for when you think about the out-of-bounds show. All right, Blake, let's talk uh, NIL collective rankings. Yes, sir. All right. Um, who's number one? Well, let me preface this by saying this this ranking list was done by On3 Sports, and it measures the 20 most ambitious NIL collectives, and they judge that based on gotcha. size, scale, and financial resource. So okay. what, what you can do, how quickly you can do it, and, and how much of that you can do, right? So okay. number one is, a, is a, a group that we have mentioned 100 times about them being aggressive, probably mostly because of their lack of success the Tennessee Volunteers and the group led by Spire Sports Group yep. is is the number one most ambitious NIL collective, according to On3. Uh, all right, that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Here's why. Uh, that That's a program that won at a pretty high level for several decades. 
um, even before Johnny Majors, but if you take Johnny Majors and Philip Fulmer um, and combo those, you know, they won for, for a long time. It's a massive alumni base. They're the only game in town in the state of Tennessee collegiately, okay? And they were the only game in town until 1996 or whatever, until the Titans moved to Nashville. All right, so Nashville's now a transient city with, with NFL first, which you never thought that. But for, for decades prior to that, it was just Tennessee ball football and Tennessee ball women's hoops, right? So they've got the money. They've got a massive alumni base, and they they won enough and won a title in 98, tip of the cap. That was a really good Florida State team. I did not think they were going to win that, that night. In fact, I watched that game at the timeout sports cafe or whatever on Old Canton Road. Man, there was a, there was a window there where that place was awesome. Um, and they would serve late-night food, and it was actually good. So – what was cool about that place is it was sports bar, but kind of dungy, loungy. And and so it had this real cool local feel to it. And they had some of the recliners and some things going. Of course, they had pool in the back. Uh, but they actually served pretty damn good bar and grill food. Um, it was like they were sports bar, but not, you know, they weren't. Buffalo, obviously, you know, what Walk-Ons is doing now is, you know, another level type stuff. But um, I I watched that Florida State-Tennessee game there, and I thought going into that game, I thought Florida State was going to win. And and Fulmer and the Vols pulled that one off. That was right before – yeah, that was right before – that was Cutcliffe's last game as a Tennessee Vol OC. He would eventually go back there, but but, – he he then he had already been hired by Ole Miss. He was coaching in the national championship game. Interesting. That was the first BCS national championship game. Blake, that doesn't surprise me that Tennessee is number one. No. As far as ambitious, as far as aggressive, they haven't won in a long time. They're desperate to win. They're going to do what it. Well, they're going to try to do everything that it takes to get back. How about that? Yeah, that checked out to me too. So Tennessee, uh, their leader of the Spire Sports Group was quoted in an athletic article as saying uh, they want to raise around $25 million annually in the collective. So I find that hard to believe, even with the money <laughs> they have. No, no, I do. I, That's I, an I insane think some number. some of these numbers are that people are throwing out. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the Tennessee Vol fan base does this. But uh, I do not see that. No. I, I, don't, I don't see that whatsoever. Even with all the money in their face. I don't even think A&M, no. I think that's – now, Mississippi State better get on their horse. I think Ole Miss got to get on theirs a little bit more too. But it's going to be interesting to see what what, if if MSU fans get the call to action, especially in baseball, and get their act together. Uh, The show is brought to you by RPT and Rick's Pro Truck. Spray and bed liners and lift kits. Rick's Pro Truck in Glugstadt. RPT. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. 
Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey. Uh, Bo Bounds, Blake Scott with you. We are the Out of Bounds Show. Uh, We're brought to you by Superior. Superior, Superior Foundation. Superior.ms. Todd Sandridge, Trey Pace with Superior Foundation, leading the way in the market for you. Um, Commercial or residential foundation issues are miserable. Superior.ms. Remember that. Foundation issues, problems. Superior Foundation. I'm talking NIL collectives and Blake's donut eating. eating. Uh, Blake, could you smash a dozen donuts in high school? Uh, a dozen would have been tough. I mean, if I went into it trying to just get to 12, I'm sure. But I don't okay. think I ever did that. Were normal. you more of a three or four guy? Yeah, I mean, that's a, I feel like that was a normal consumption for most high school kids. <laughs> I, think, I think you are in the vast minority in the way that you eat. And that the majority of people, the average American, eats much more like I do than you do. Okay, expand on that. Like your no sauce thing, your you're like uh, you always get every dressings on the side. Like your pickiness of things. Like I, it's fine. Like that's not a problem. Everybody's entitled to what they are. But I think I'm much more of the generic eater. Like my growing up eating experiences, I feel like we're more in line with mainstream America than your eating the way you eat. Okay. Right. Like you get, you like your wings, no sauce. Like that, that right there is a prime example. Correct. Of how, like, like I, you know I how don't Two Brothers do does their, they're just smoked, right? And they come out. Yes. Now you can, they will drop sauce on the, you know, in the little containers, cups. That is ideal for me. Yes. Yeah. Like when we go now, to, when we get the Thai chili at Salad Mookie's. Exactly. I asked them to do light on the th- on the Thai chili wings at Sal and Mookie's, and that is in fuego. I mean, that is beautiful. They're delicious. But I'm also okay with just getting them plain and dipping them in the gorgonzola sauce. I'm okay with that. Yeah, see, like that. I was, that's what I was about to say. When we go to Sal and Mookie's and we get a, a thing of wings, it's half Thai chili and then half like not dry rub, like you get them with just nothing on them, like purely just the fried wing, and then right. you add the salt. And so yeah, like those are little things that like that's not your style. Like that's I don't think the average person, if we polled our listeners, the amount of people who would do it that way is going to be very small. Yeah. Whereas like okay. I feel like it's more like I you know, and I'm I'm in the middle. I'm not like I'm not a super sauce person. Like my little brother is the. I know that a lot of people around here, if we if we want to make this connection. OEC, like the, or the, whatever OEC? you want to call, like, um, uh, oh, what's the other one? The, uh, Little Tokyo or whatever, like the places where you go pick up the, the to go Asian food, right? Yeah. And they have yeah. the pink sauce. 
My brother's one of those crazy people that like drowns their rice in pink sauce. Ugh. I think that's a very common oh. thing around here. God, that sounds terrible. Yeah, and I don't do that either. I don't want to drown anything in any sauce. Well, I know, I know. And I, I do more sauce than you do, but I don't do... Like, that is... I know growing up, everyone I went to high school with when we went to OEC, across yeah. from prep, they drowned their rice and their chicken hibachi or whatever in pink sauce. It, I'm Ugh. talking about swimming in God. that stuff. That sounds terrible. Okay, let's uh, we'll move off that. I just oh hey real quick, I was reading this article this morning on food. I want to run this by you, and then we'll go to Ross Dellinger, um, and we can pick up. We may have a couple minutes on the NIL collective, but I thought this was an interesting piece, and here's what I took out of it. They were talking about local local dives, okay, that are just like iconic, and. And one of the guys in the article was debating. He said, the more rude the pizza guy is at the counter or on the phone, the better the pizza is. Yeah. You know those, there are some. Now, look, the restaurant business is notorious for telling you, hey. And for management and owners are are all about customer service. From the hostess stand, greet people the right way, to the bartender, to to the waitress. Which, the majority of the time, that's what you have to do. But you know those iconic local places where... You know, a woman comes up to the table. She's been there for 20 years. She doesn't give a damn. Hunt, what do you want? And they can get away with that. Like they bit, they have such maybe two or three things on the menu, maybe three, four or five. And, and it's been, it's so good. And they've been around so long. They can just talk to you like you're dirt. Yeah. You know I think, where I'm going there, I think some of it has to do with the stereotype of the type of place you are. So like when you said the pizza thing, I think that's because like Italians are considered to be like passionate vocal people right and they're right they're always like what out there want? yeah uh pizza please you got it it's like that the pizza is so good yeah that the the banter and, and the 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 communication yes is it doesn't hurt my point is it doesn't hurt the restaurant correct i've been to barbecue places like that that are yeah. in similar i think it has to do with like where you're eating like i okay our my favorite asian place ding how uh Jan, the woman who owns it, is like that. She'll come up and talk to you like she has known you her whole life, and she'll yeah. get she get she'll get on to you for doing something wrong, or like she'll make fun of what you're wearing sometimes. Like she just doesn't care. <laughs> like it's just hilarious. No, so she can get away with that because yeah, uh, you're exactly right because of kind of the way that place is made up, and and the food is is good to really good, and. It's damn consistent, and it's super low. There's no frills, as you know, Blake. I mean, literally, no. the decor, the tables, the chair. I mean, it, they just drop some. I bet they bought that stuff used, and it's it was already old, and now Ding Hao is old. It was the same. Going. It was the same stuff that was in there when it was a hookah bar before it was Ding Hao. I'm not even kidding. They didn't even change. <laughs> it's the exact same. It's been the same furniture since it was something before it was the hookah bar. I'm not even joking. It's a true story. Oh my. Gosh. But yeah, I think I think part of that has to do with authenticity. It's it's that actually segues great into sports and like coaches. You know, like Urban Meyer's tough guy act. Why it didn't work in the NFL because those players are like, first off, we're grown men, and second off, like you're not a tough guy, so <laughs> you're not authentic. But I think that there's coaches get away with this too. Like if there's authenticity with how you behave, a la Nick Saban, there's a reason his players don't revolt against his you know, dictatorship like attitude. It's because yeah. at the end of the day, he's authentic and he does care about them and he gets them where they need to be. I think 
with the restaurant thing, it's the same thing. If that's the authenticity of the person and the place and the food matches that attitude, you accept that as part of the experience. I agree. And, like, you you know how you can have a, a somewhat harsh, very direct, um, no filter, no BS bartender? Mm-hmm. And they can pull it off because that you just know that going in right and they have their they have enough regulars and so on mm-hmm. that they can get away with that yeah absolutely i think that's 100% accurate yeah okay i thought that was interesting hey real quick we've got 1 minute G- give me the sec schools nil collective most ambitious okay top, so there were you say top 10 or top 20, 20? there's 20 okay, of these go. that on 3 did seven of them are sec that was by far number 1 big 10 had 4 Pac-12 and Big 12 had three, ACC had two, and then the lone G5 was Southern uh, Southern Methodist. Um, Tennessee was number one. A&M was number three. Florida was number five. Hello. Yeah. Number 10, Alabama. Number 11, Georgia. Number 15, Kentucky. And number 16, South Carolina. Okay. So Kentucky, when I briefly talked about this yesterday – uh, Kentucky being at 15 and South Carolina at 16. I mean, South Carolina doesn't hurt you as bad right now while you have East and West. Boy, if you're Mississippi State and you have Kentucky as your permanent, you don't like seeing them at number 15 on this uh, most ambitious NIL collectives list. No, you, you don't. In fact, the Mississippi State fan base is going to have to get more ambitious. Um, they've got it in them, but it's just a matter of when they're going to answer the call to action. Uh, interesting. Kentucky, yeah, that 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 will not be their permanent long. long. It, it will just be Ole Miss. Uh, that's gonna we're gonna reboot that thing either next year or the next. All right, we've got Ross Dellinger. Speaking of name, image, likeness, this guy's written several articles on name, image, likeness, and we have Ross Dellinger, si.com, Sports Illustrated, and he'll join us on the Yingling Lager. Guest line. Uh, Yingling Lager, phenomenal beer. Phenomenal beer. Enjoy. Sale. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, only for limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, good morning. Welcome in. Uh, Y'all know that we've been talking, uh, well, TV media rights deals, uh, conference realignment, and name image likeness throughout the summer. All fantastic topics, you know. I mean, it's like sitting down in front of a 24-ounce ribeye and uh, a big, really good glass of eh, Russell's Reserve Bourbon, which is a great partner on the show. Uh, but these are all wonderful topics, the ebb and flow of where we're going in collegiate athletics and what happened in the Big Ten and, well, I guess SEC as of late with Texas and Oklahoma coming over sooner than later. Uh, name image likeness has coaches more paranoid than ever, and they're already paranoid. So that's fun, too. And uh, we welcome in Ross Dellinger on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, SI.com, Sports Illustrated. Ross has been writing about these topics and doing a great job. He joins us on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. show is driven by your next Ram truck at Mack Hike in Flowood. Ross Dellinger, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning. How are you guys? Well, we're good. We're two and a half uh, weeks away, and I think we were able to make it through June and July, you know, shows and so on. We're back-to-back national champs in this state, which is not something that I ever thought would happen. Um, so it's been a good summer. Have y'all uh, did y'all vacation? Did y'all go anywhere fun this summer? Uh, yeah, yeah. We uh, I went on a little short cruise, uh, about a four-day cruise, and then um, we had uh, a weekend, a long weekend in Destin, Florida, in which day one was uh, interrupted by USC and UCLA moving to the Big Ten. <laughs> so Dellinger was thinking, all right. I'm going to pack the cooler uh, full of Hanukkahs or Blue Moons or something. I'm going to chill out with my wife, enjoy life, just kind of look at the waves and the water, walk around, whatever. And all of a sudden, boom, Southern Cal slash UCLA decided to go to the Big Ten? Yeah, pretty uh, pretty much. I was, I was in my uh, Destin condo for about 10 minutes, literally. I walked out on the balcony and my phone buzzed and... I didn't uh, see my family for another 12 hours, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. The life of covering uh, college football, especially with um, instant reaction Twitter and everything else that we deal with. So, I, Ross, I, you know, I worked for several years before getting into sports talk radio, sports marketing, all the different things that we're doing. And, and so I came in from the business side, which is rare in our profession. Um and so I've kind of got, you know, chuckled a lot over this reaction from fans and alums and coaches. But how much fun has it been, or how many times have you found yourself laughing a little bit? Because the coaches, our coaches that we cover are already so paranoid. You throw in NIL, 
in which they can't control really yet. We'll see what how this evolves, and I'll get into that a little bit later in the interview. But um, have you found yourself shaking your head listening to some of the comments from the coaches, knowing that they want to control everything and how paranoid they are and the fact that they can't really control NIL? Yeah, it, it has been it has been interesting. It's been um, you know decades of uh, the structure in college sports being that um, the school, whether it's administration or coaches, you know have have full, pretty much full control on the athletes. And we've seen over the last couple of years, really starting, really it started with with COVID, that the 2020 summer. Um, We've seen the athlete's voice uh, become more uh, pronounced and stronger, and um, the movement, you know, now a couple years old, we've reached obviously a point where, uh, the, the, as somebody recently said to me, the pendulum has swung. You know, it was an athletic director who, who told me that. He said the pendulum has swung back the other too much. Um, yeah. <laughs> which, uh, you know, many in his profession would agree, right, that it swung too much for the for the athlete. Um, I don't think it's swinging back, though. You know, we're, we're in a situation where, um, you know, the, the athletes, especially at the major schools that make so much money from the TV rights and such, uh, are, have control over their future a little more. Um, and that, that, um, that scares a lot of people in college sports, it does, and uh, and I I understand that fear. Um, in a way, you know, um, when I was uh, eighteen, nineteen, and twenty, and in college, and I were have gotten some of the checks that are being written, you know, through NIL and collectives, uh, I would have probably not done a you know a really good job uh, with handling the money. But you know what? That's part of life, right? Is sure. living and learning and making mistakes. He is Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, SI.com. Does a great job covering uh, college football. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Okay, I, I, I like where you're going there as far as, you know, um, the shift of power to a certain extent. Uh, what do you think's next, Ross? Speaking of regulation, and this getting regulated at some point, whether it's through a union or uh, they finally come up with the college football commissioner and then the conferences set some guidelines. As we evolve and this thing continue, do you think we're 36 months away from some regulation, longer, shorter? How do you see it? Uh, yeah, it's hard to say timing-wise. that Things are moving very quickly, though. Um, quicker than I think they ever have in college sports where things normally uh, in progress normally crawls uh, kind of. So it's moving pretty swiftly. So I think, I think that um, I think that the future probably does involve some kind of semi pro uh, league and a lot of, I know a lot of college football fans, especially in the South, uh, don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that there's going to be some semi-pro kind of uh, professional-type uh, entity in, as 
operating, you know, college sports, but or college football at least. But that's clearly where we're heading. Um, and I think a lot of coaches would tell you they want to head that way because already they feel like it's a professional. Uh, and Lane Kiffin has said this multiple times. It's a you know he said it when I sat down with him back in back in May up there in Oxford. Is it, it's a professional sport. It's turned into that. You know, and it's truly turned into that with NIL. But not only is it a professional sport, it is a professional sport without any real regulation, uh, no real, you know, binding contracts, uh, no salary caps, um, you know, no no policy and control on the spending, and that that will end when you do fully professionalize. I like to say uh, that that college. Sports finds itself in a in a purgatory in between professionalism and amateurism, and you know moving further and further away from amateurism. But they haven't taken quite the big leap into professionalism yet. And uh, until that happens, you're not going to have you know any kind of regulation, and you're going to have what we have now. Uh, and, but so I think the regulation in the athlete employment, whether it's you know whether it's that. Uh, and college athletes being employees, or whether it is some collective bargaining, revenue-sharing type situation. Uh, until you have all that, which I think is coming in the next, I would say, two to four years or so, uh, then then you are going to have what we have today. Okay, when you sat down with Lane Kip- Kiffin, I think Lane's been great. He's done a combination of things. One... As you know, Ross, a lot of when, – when coaches are, are talking about it, Saban, Jimbo, Lane, among others, it, Billy Napier, it's also a call to action, don't you think, Ross, to their alums? In other words, guys, we just, I, I just need to remind you, you know, we have a collective and it needs to grow and we need to pump money in it. Um and don't you agree? So it, it is that they're concerned, right? And they're trying to wrap their brain around something they don't control. But don't you think the flip side is it's a call to action to their alums when somebody like Lane is talking about it? Absolutely, yeah. And that that you know that was kind of an overshadowed piece of what happened with Nick Saban and the Jimbo Fisher stuff. I mean, uh, people forget when Nick Saban said that about Jimbo and about Deion Sanders and uh, about Miami. Um, he was saying that in front of, you know, I think dozens, if not hundreds, of businessmen uh, in in Alabama boosters. Uh, I think it was a way to say, uh, "Hey, you know, uh, get out your pocketbook. You have to start donating uh, to this <laughs> other thing, to this other entity." Uh, and that's happening a lot around the country. And Lane and I discussed that when I sat down with him in May. It is is him trying to convince boosters like, hey, you know, uh, there's this other thing now, and if we're not if we're not involved in it, then we're we're gonna really be hurt on the field. And uh, I think that's what Nick Saban was trying to do, and that's what Lane has tried to do publicly. And as you mentioned, Billy Napier. I mean, they that is something. All the coaches, uh, you know, Brian Day said the 13 million dollar uh, quote not too long ago. Uh, every all of them are trying to um, send some wake up calls to their boosters that uh, we need help. We need you to donate to this other entity. And you know, keep in mind, um, 
these boosters are many of them, right? They're many of them are older. Uh, they are usually white, and they have for years donated to the athletic department for facilities in coaching salaries and um, all that stuff. Uh, and now they're being asked to donate more to an entity that basically funnels money to athletes that who are 17, 18, 19, 20 years old. Some have hardly taken a snap. So you can imagine the issue. Uh, you just nailed it right there. Ross Dellinger, SI.com, on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, Ross, I don't feel like you're surprised. I know I'm not. Um, but when you look at some of the schools that have become hyper-aggressive early in name image likeness, like Miami, Tennessee, Nebraska, and Texas, it doesn't surprise me because these are programs that have had a lot of success at some point in time in the last 20 to 40 years. But for the most part, well, though in Florida, uh, have been off the grid the last 10 to 15, sometimes 20 years. That doesn't surprise you at all, does it? No. You know, you've, you've basically got, uh, you know, desperate, somewhat desperate, uh, yes. very wealthy, high-resource uh, people at boosters at these at these schools who uh, are clawing in, to get back to the glory years, so to speak. And yeah, I mean, I think it there's it's not coincidental that like eight of the top maybe ten nil collectives. Um, and when I say top, I mean kind of the most ambitious, uh, the ones that are spending basically the most money um, are from schools that you know. Uh, are hoping to get quote back um, the Texas, the the Tennessees, uh, Miami's, Nebraska's, maybe USC too, and A and M. They're they're all searching for um, whether it be twenty years ago or sixty years ago, uh, their winning ways um, in in championship winning eras that that are. I've, lo- I've been lost basically, and they're they're trying to get that back. And what way to get that back, right? Is is a pretty easy way now, and that is to um, to you know offer uh, current players uh, a good amount of of cash, more cash than than <laughs> maybe other schools are, and that way that leads to more recruits maybe signing with you with some promises that they'll get similar uh, payments. So that's you know that's what's happening and. And hey, look, you know, there's another thing, another, another, um, I guess, similarity these schools have. And, and, you know, we just cut to it. You know, they have been some of the most NCA sanctioned programs in the country <laughs> in the past. Uh, you know, and so they've probably done a lot of this anyway. Right. Uh, and now it's, quote, legal. Yeah. Yeah. Ross Dellinger joining us on the Out of Bounds show. Uh, Yingling Lager guest line, SI.com. Just Google Ross Dellinger, SI. It, it, all his stuff is good. His last two articles that he dropped are phenomenal. If you're two and a half weeks away, you want some really good content, uh, the one how the ESPN Big Ten split impacts college sports, phenomenal. And then something that we're kind of hitting on the last ten minutes, the other side of college football's game changer, the NIL Collective. Uh, let's talk A&M. You just dropped them. 
you and I have been doing this a long time. I've been doing this for 20 years. You've been doing this a long time. Uh, we've gotten to cover amazing personalities and coaches and teams. Don't you find A&M fascinating and such an enigma, Ross, that they, they've got everything they need, and yet they've never won for the most part at a high level. They've never challenged, uh, you know, for, for the BCS or, or, or now the current playoff structure. Uh, we really don't feel like they're close to Atlanta, yet they recruit like crazy and pump hundreds of millions of dollars in their program. Are they as fascinating a, a team and program to you as they are to us? Yeah, and it's, it's really both of them, Texas and in Texas A&M. They have more money, um, basically, than anybody. Uh, you know, as far as donations, and obviously a lot of that is coming from, you know, the oil industry. And uh, the money is, they, they've got a lot of it. And they've got, they've got, they're usually one and two, Texas and A&M and budget. And a lot of that is because of the uh, donations they receive. I mean, I think uh, a couple of years ago, I think this is 2019 statistics, but uh, the University of Texas brought in like something like $65 million in a single year in donations. Uh, that's mm-hmm. like one, you know, fifth of the SEC's total donation. So you, it's just, it's a behemoth, both of those places. And it is quite um, puzzling, right, while they haven't figured it out. Uh, in a, for A&M, they haven't figured it out in you know, a few decades, maybe. Uh, for Texas, it's been a decade plus that they haven't figured it out. And when they do, um, they'll be back. You know, they'll be back on top. And uh, because you, you, and that's why you hear the whole Texas is back kind of thing. When is Texas back? It's because they they have so much money um, that surely at some point when they get the right organizational structure, the right coach scheme, and blah blah blah. Then, then they will be back on top, uh, and, and everybody can see that happening. And, and it's similar with A and M. Now, I will say, I think A and M's resurgence is in their money is a little newer than Texas, and I think a lot of that you can point back to the joining the SEC. Actually, I think um, I think that is that has been a, a pretty big boon for for the Aggies. They they have kind of soared uh, with with resources. In, in donations and in facilities and improvements and, and even championships and all the other sports except football and really big success in a lot of the other sports. And of course, you know, Jimbo did have a nine in one year, but they, as you mentioned, they, they just haven't, um, mm-hmm. you know, they haven't gotten to the level where you think because of talent and resources, they should be. And probably a lot of that, at least one year, a couple years, this, during Jimbo's tenure is because of one man in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, uh, that <laughs> they can't seem to get through. And that's the case for a lot of teams. So until Nick Saban leaves Alabama, um, there's going to be a lot of disappointment continuing for a lot of teams in the SEC. Probably. Were you supp- Ross Dellinger on the out of bounds show? SI.com. Were you surprised Jimbo Fisher reacted like a petulant child to Saban's comments? <laughs> Um, I, I, I did certainly did not expect the calling impromptu calling of a news conference. That was, that was pretty bizarre. Um, uh, you don't see that very often. And, uh, uh, I 
Look, um, and I wrote about it in that NIL collective story last week. It, it, it's A&M had signed six. I think they signed they signed their their number one. First of all, they signed the number one right top class ever in the history of rankings this past year. I think there was eight five stars. I think eight five stars. Yes. Um, they 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 hadn't signed eight five stars in the last six years combined. <laughs> okay, so it, let's 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 just face the facts here, right? So, I mean, and, and Lane Kiffin said it recently. Lane was on the, uh, and he said it multiple times, but most recently he was on the Leopard show down in Miami. And um, and he came out with, with some of those stats and said, like, come on, like, who are we kidding here? You know, and I think I think he's right. Uh, you know, clearly A&M has, has um, it, very ambitious with NIL. And for for Jimbo to, um, to just shoot that down constantly, uh, you know, I think a lot of coaches um, who know what happened in the who know what's happening in the recruiting landscape are are giving them the giving him the big eye roll. Yeah. Well, I well, uh, it's, all right. How long do I have? I uh, only got a minute and a half. Real quick, how impressed are you with mm-hmm. Lane gr- growing up? And he's he's really become. A damn good house. Now, you know, he's somewhat capped at Ole Miss. He's not going to win 10 every year. That's not sustainable. But, and he wants to get out and get to Blue Blood program, but he's also at a place where you can win, and, and he's getting paid a lot. Uh, how impressed are you with Kiffin and, and him growing into a really good head coach? Well, you, you hear coaches all the time, and it's kind of become cliche when a coach goes somewhere fails or, or whatever and you know you ask them what did you learn you know what did you learn from your tenure and uh i i really think lane has learned a lot from a lot of his failures he's had a lot of failures and i think he recently said you know when he was uh he was obviously so young at some of these big programs and he failed at them at such a young age so he's he didn't fail in his 40s and 50s, right, to come back and rebound in his 50s and 60s. He failed in his 20s and 30s and has come back in his 40s to rebound. So he's kind of got that edge and advantage on a lot of others that he got all those opportunities at a young age and really did learn from them. And I just, as a media member, to wrap up as a media member, you know, walking into his office and, and him being specifically with NIL so honest uh, you know, and just coming out and saying what everybody is thinking, it's just a breath of fresh air. I agree. I agree. And it's it's a cool story. And and it's so funny, Ross. Um, you know, fans can't, you know, they can't acknowledge that he is now a really good head coach and he's not what he was, you know, 10, 11 years ago. Hey, dude, thanks so much for your time today. Love your work. And I uh, hope you have a great football season. We'd love to catch up with you uh, one more time before Christmas. Be good. Glad you're doing well. Thanks, man. All right, man. Yep. Thanks. Thanks, Bill. Bye-bye. Ross Dellinger on the Yingling Lager Guest Line, SI.com Sports Illustrated. Some name, image, likeness, some Jimbo, little Lane Train, and Saban. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. And we are brought to you by your next Ram truck or Jeep Wrangler at Mack Hike and Flowwood. Visit Mac Hike Flowwood. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.